and welcome to First Chair Fantasy. I'm Lucy, and joining me in the second chair today is Ali. Hello. And uh, we today are going to be looking at the fantasy world of Tamriel in Skyrim. Yay! The Elder Scrolls <laughs> series. Uh, this is not technically a book. Uh, it has book-like qualities. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, there are plenty of books in it that you can yes, read. Yes, hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so basically Ali is going to be playing the game uh, whilst we blather all over it. Um, and we're just going to be discussing the nature of the world that is presented to us in Skyrim. It is the fifth in a long series of fantasy RPGs. Um, none of the others either of us have played. Nope. I believe. <laughs> so, <laughs> Apart from the newer one. Oh, of course, yep. yes. Which we will, we will also be we talking talk briefly about. of Elder Scrolls <laughs> Online. And yes, that will make us sad, I'm sure. Um, but yes, Ali, so if you want to press go. Yes, so I'm going to load up my save file. I've literally just created my character, walked down to Riverwood, and I know that that's when things, the story starts to kick off. So yeah. I thought I'll stop there and that's where we can start this playthrough. Something, something you don't often get in um, fantasy worlds is the chance of glitches and bugs. Um, <laughs> this is the brand new remastered version of it Skyrim is. 5 for the PlayStation yes. 4. Uh, I don't know what the original looked like for the PlayStation, so it looks, this is very pretty. It is, yes. It does look better. I've seen better games on the PS4, um, but it, it looks good. It still looks very good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there this is are, a five-year-old game now. Yes, and for that, I think it, it deserves respect. Mm. Um, I mean, things like hair oh God, and animation <laughs> are not great. I'm currently in the inn in Riverwood, yes. and there's Sven beating on a drum, looking very cool and hippie. We, we should say that we are going to attempt to put up a video playthrough of yes, this hour. I, I've never exported video from the PS4 uh, So before. we don't know if it's going to work. No. So you may have the you may have the option of uh, watching this in glorious videogram uh, and seeing what we're blathering on about. Just in case that doesn't happen, we are going to describe exactly what yeah. we're seeing as we see. <laughs> <laughs> so apologies if it did work and our very tedious descriptions go now on Now that on. is an odd... What is that? Those are the masks. Um, I only actually, in my previous playthrough um, on the Xbox 360, I only ever uncovered two of them, I think. Yeah. And they give you different advantages. Um, is that like the Daedric Prince type things? Are they? Possibly. Ooh, I'm really again, bad at mythology in big games yeah. like this. <laughs> See, this is something we actually wanted to talk about because, um, as we said, Skyrim is... Book game five of the Elder Scrolls series. Mm -hmm. The first Elder Scrolls game was called Arena, uh, and came out in 1994. Wow! And I I, I watched some gameplay of it earlier today in preparation. It it's worse than Wolfenstein, uh, (laughs) (laughs) the original Wolfenstein, in its uh, gameplay, Um, and was originally supposed to be just some sort of combat game. Uh, You'd go to various arenas and fight to be the champion, and then that. Apparently someone like lost control of the game developers <laughs> and that turned into a massive sprawling RPG that meant that they, pl- they plotted out the entire continent and you could travel <laughs> from city to city on the continent um, and go to various places, talk to various characters and it turned into a full RPG experience. Mm. Um, that had, I think what it says is uh, mediocre success oh. but became a cult hit. So they made the second one which is called Daggerfall. Cool. And apparently in Daggerfall, they the game world was half the size of Great Britain. Wow, really? Yeah, um, mostly procedurally generated. Wow. With a few kind of set towns that were the places you actually had to go to to complete the plot. Um, but apparently there some estimates is there's like 750,000 inhabitants in that game. Whoa, uh, NPCs and people that you can walk around. Again, it was... It was shipped in an almost incomplete state, from what I can gather. It was buggy, it was horrible, but the plot line was clearly uh, compelling enough for them to then go on and do Morrowind, uh, which is the first one I'd ever heard of. Yes, that was sort of the first big hit of the series, wasn't it? That was the first one that you would recognise as now a Scrolls game, I think, with Mm. like, you know, the the weird first-person perspective with you can see both hands and um, you can run around and you cast spells by waving your hands in front of you and things. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm stood staring at the face of Lucan Valerius, who is in the uh, trading post in 
Riverwood. Mm. I remember when I played through before, there's a quest to do with a claw, golden yes. claw. So I expect Which seems that he's an awful lot more to... important than I think it actually ends up being. Yes. When I, this is the first quest I ever got when I first played this. And mm. I thought, oh, this is the, the big plot. <laughs> I think the first time I played it, I actually completed the quest before I came into this uh, trader. Um, I just <laughs> didn't bother doing the plot bit uh-huh. of the plot. I just wandered off and there's like, oh, there's an exciting thing up on the hill. I'll go see what's up there. <laughs> if you go through there, you get this weird gold amulet thing. Yeah. And you come back here and he goes, oh, someone's stolen my golden amulet. And you go, what, this one? <laughs> <laughs> like... And that's, that's something I find interesting because the idea of plotting in a game means that particularly in Elder Scrolls game, which are sort of well known for their weird free play, you can solve the quests in any order sort of yeah. gameplay it's got to be very difficult to write it in a way that it makes sense definitely I feel. Like, yeah and it's... write enough responses for npcs and other characters that make sense to what you've done and who you are yeah no i it must be almost impossible mm. you've just got to put so much in there that you hope that people won't uncover it too quickly yeah yeah so right, I'm outside in Riverwood now. I'm just I'm the kind of player that I love to explore, mm. and I oh I've not learnt the controls yet. What am I doing? Oh, triangle is jump for some reason. I think you're now stuck on the fence. I'm stuck on. Oh, the there fence. we go. This no, it's good. fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So I played this originally on the Xbox 360. So the controls are completely different to. Uh, how See, I've, I I've only it. ever played it on PC, um, which is one thing of I don't know that this looks any better than the PC game did five years ago. Yeah, it may but not. That's the weird thing between consoles and PCs, isn't it? It's like consoles are now just as good at P- as PCs, but for the longest time the PCs reason you played a, a computer version mm. of something was because the graphics were better, the performance was better, and you could customise your PC to match the kind of gameplay you wanted. Mm. Um, I mean, the draw so distance is certainly better. I can see down the river now. That water effect does look very good as it well. It does. I mean, I was... I was... Oh, who's what? talking to me? I don't know. Oh. Someone's just chased you down the street. Camilla Valerius is chasing me. Did you leave mid-conversation? Oh, I must oh, have. Oh, she's meant to be guiding you to somewhere, isn't she? I have a letter from Feindal Lai. Oh, who are they? Uh, I'm going to tell her the truth. You've somehow given... You you've you have gained a letter. <laughs> right. I'm going to tell her the truth. Oh, well. Um... Oh, I remember who this is. Um, I encountered a young man whose best friend fell in love with a woman he loved. So he wanted to write a letter from his friend, basically saying, I'm not interested anymore, so that he could then have the woman's heart. But I've told her the truth and said... That sounds positively Shakespearean. It does. I mean, this is, this is again, a very interesting thing about building a plot, let alone a fantasy world, in a game setting rather than in a book or a film you can't guide the observer through the story the same no. way the story sort of has to unfold yeah. naturally yeah um has to reveal itself so um i guess i mean where am i gonna go i could go to you could go uh, get the White dragon Run. claw or you could go do the main plot in white run let's have a look at the map i remember when i first played this game there was actually a glitch uh in my, the pc version uh, where if you walked into Whiterun, the entire game would crash. Oh, really? Which meant that for the longest time I couldn't play oh, the main no. plotline. There's plenty of other stuff you could do. Every You could go around the whole rest of the map and it would be fine. Oh, no, uh, but so much is based in yeah, Whiterun. You just couldn't walk into right, Whiterun um, without this the game crashing. This map looks lovely. It does. I don't remember the original, but I don't remember it looking as good as this. See, it on looks the PC really version, 3D. I don't think you can rotate it. Oh, really? That's you can't really rotate helpful. a huge amount, but you can just do that. Yeah amount that that looks really nice and there's the throat of the world which uh, yeah. uh, we'll good get name to for a mountain, I feel. awesome yeah right i think white run is a good place to go it's where lots of stuff cracks off and uh last time i played i became a a werewolf oh nice so nice. uh i could do that again i almost became a vampire one of my playthroughs i didn't did... mean to oh really <laughs> <laughs> i um i did become a vampire when the um expansion like the dlc came mm. out um and i tried to fight the gargoyle king of the vampires and ended up becoming a vampire and it was rubbish i oh believe you gosh. are actually ah, climbing the mountain rather know. than going to ah, my run ah ah i haven't equipped any weapons just <laughs> punch the wolf to punch death the wolf. <laughs> oh i did it it worked see that's that's something that's always slightly bothered me about this game is that the way that the wolves are always Oops. always enemies 
And every yeah, every wolf. game has this thing of everything hates you. It's like, why? I haven't done anything to him. It's plenty That's of things for him to eat. Point. I've seen rabbits running around. He doesn't need to eat a human. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. Yeah, I'm not sure why they're so ferocious. But let's talk some about the the fantasy world of Skyrim, mm. or rather the fantasy world of Tamriel, um, which is the continent that we are on. Skyrim yes. is the northernmost The Nordic country, part, I yeah, suppose. Um, of Skyrim. Uh, it's clearly a non-Earth place, because mm-hmm. it's, it's night time now, we see stars, there's probably a moon somewhere, and I think at some point you can see up to three moons up there at once. Um, yeah, you're going up oh, the mountain yeah. instead of... Just, I don't know um, why I'm doing that. There <laughs> will be things to kill up here. I um, I like that Skyrimming has become a verb to yes, just sort of yeah. jump up the side. So I'm going to be Skyrimming very to be much Skyrimming? today. <laughs> yeah, I just jam myself up the side of the mountain. It's like you only get a horse, and the horse is just like, I don't care about gravity. Yeah, <laughs> straight up this sheer cliff, it's fine. There yeah. we go. And also, so many bandits, and they don't wait oh, to see what you're going to do. No, they're like, like, hey, yeah. it's a person. Is person kill them? Kill person. It's like, like wait. <laughs> you haven't even I mean, asked I've, me who I am. I've never joined like the Dark Brotherhood or anything. Do they treat you differently if you're in sort of the assassin thief kind of? I vibe? yeah, I think so. I was halfway through that storyline when I stopped playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd sort of learned the password and where the secret hideout was, but I'd never done any of their missions. But um, yeah, they were much less kidnappy, mm-hmm. murdery when you yeah. were friends with them. <laughs> How do I run? Yeah. I haven't played this. You so are long. kind of running. You run faster if you're not holding a weapon. That's true. What am, what are the Ah, there we go. There we Sprinty. Go. <laughs> but yeah, so the world of Tamriel is a giant continent that I think when I was uh swatting up on the wiki this morning is mm-hmm. is um split into nine different provinces, each of which is kind of primarily occupied oh. by a race. Um so we are in Skyrim here, which is the Nord race, and the Nords are men. So this is the this is one of the main kind of conceits. Oh, that wolf's actually running away! Yeah, that's amazing. With an arrow in its head. <laughs> um, but the the Nords are. So this is one of the main conceits of the Elder Scrolls world: is that there are three types of intelligent beings. There mm. are Mur, and there are men, and there are beasts. Yes. And so the men is pretty self-explanatory, although. In this, they are kind of treated almost as different species. Like a Nord is very different from a Breton, or like yes. from a Redguard. Um, Redguards are sort of looked down upon, really, mm. um, aren't they? And yeah, they're sort of seen as the. And your your race, of course, in gameplay has uh, important kind of repercussions for what your character can and can't do. Mm. Um, oh, and you're being you're being I mean, blackmailed by an orc. Here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to give them money. I haven't done anything wrong. Oh, You're no. just going to beat up an orc. Oh no, I'm going to regret this. Oh god. Yeah. Ah, oh, they've got oh a mage. <laughs> oh, you could throw Run fire away. too. Cool. Run away. Run away. And then you have the myrrh, which are what we would generally call in general high fantasy the elves. Uh, and they come in different flavours. So you have the high elves who are the witch. It's basically like very witchy. They are the wizards and magic users. Yeah. You are playing as a wood elf, a Bosma, aren't you? I am indeed. My first playthrough, I was a um, Argonian lizard called oh, Alizard. Alizard. <laughs> oh my god, this yeah. person needs to die. They probably they've got some <gasps> armor. They've got magical armor on. Oh no! Oh no! Oh gosh! Are we going oh to no. die already? Yay! Oh, oh my gosh! Potions, uh, potions. Do you uh, have any healing spells? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I was not ready for this. Potions. Um, but yes, and then... Oh, do. But also coming under the heading of myrrh are the... What we would call the dwarves, who've actually been extinct in this world for a very long time. Mm. Um, like this is this is one of the weird... Another weird thing about the Elder Scrolls series is that there is a very, very long timeline involved. Yes, oh, thousands of years. But at the same time, oh. the games mostly take place... No! He's just skimming <laughs> across the ground! <laughs> the games mostly take place in the mm. third and fourth era. I think Skyrim's the only one that takes place in the fourth era. Um, ah. But I, what Stay I always thought was interesting me. is that the, the the previous games literally are history. They, they're they not... 
Oh no, oh, no. I died. Ali died. This is very embarrassing. Yeah. This is this is the problem with trying to learn archery is your main. <laughs> I <laughs> should do, just you get need the to sword. snipe it a lot more. Go go hide in the yeah. background. Get get a dagger or something. Yeah, I think I'll be equipping a sword. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so it's like there's there's a lot of history, and of course, a lot of that history is the previous games. Yes. And but it doesn't you don't actually have to have played the previous games to play current ones. No, in fact, Skyrim was my first game. Yeah. Oh balls! Oh, I'm all the way back in, in Riverwood. Right. Oh, she's coming oh, out. Oh, she's though. coming out. Right. Let's break it to her. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then finally, you have the the beasts who are the Argonians and the Khajiit, who are cat people and lizard people. Mm. So as you say, you've previously played as... Yes, as an, an Argonian. And they're kind of, like, in the general... In the kind of mythos of the world, they're considered lesser beings. Like, there was there were gods that created the Myrrh and the men, and then the beasts are sort of secondary in a strange yeah. way. Yeah, the, um, the Khajiit have definitely looked down upon as more sort of thieves mm. and... And up to no good traveling types, yeah, and then yeah. the um, the Argonians. I'm not quite sure what the problem is with the Argonians, but they're not very trusted, which is why I wanted to play as them the first time because I thought, ah, I'll change their opinion of my <laughs> of my race. It's very much how you play D and D as well. It is. Yes. <laughs> I like to um, I like to play the the underdog. I don't know. Yeah, the underdog. That's a really good. Yeah, that is exactly what I like to do. Yeah. Um, the the people that are looked down upon but have a lot to prove. Yeah, it's probably a quicker way to white run, you know. There probably is. <laughs> Let's sprint. Sprint. But um, but yes. So this whole world is, oh, no. you know, populated by so many different races, and the history is full of conflict between these races and times of peace. And Skyrim itself is set at a time of a civil war. Which has been actually triggered by religious intolerance. Mm. Which is actually quite a remarkably deep <laughs> plot for it is. a game like this. Um, and I mean, this is the strange thing of like a question I would put to you, Ali, is like, is Skyrim any different from any other game that doesn't have the fantasy trappings? Hmm. Because I mean, I, the... I feel like it is. I can't put my finger on why I love it quite so much. Um, I mean, I loved Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm. Um, I think that equals Skyrim uh, in its sort of beauty and the way it just captured me completely. I just wanted to play it forever. Mm. Um, but that was not so much an open world. You had open areas of a world. Ooh, but Giant, go kill the giant. Oh, where? Ooh. He's behind the hedge, that, that hut. Go behind oh, the hut. No. There we go. Uh, um but what I just love about Skyrim is that you can just do what you want, mm. where you want, when you want. And I know that that can then open up some loopholes as to why it could be bad, because some people might argue there's not enough, quite enough freedom. I know that, you know, you can't, like, you, you wanted to properly play a role, didn't yes, you? Yes, I mean, that is, that's, that's just the way I play these games. I mm. really want to build a character and i guess in order to keep keep it open the game has to make sure that people don't necessarily know or react to me in a way that would be dictated by my character mm. um but for someone like you who wants to play every single side quest yes on I'm... the same play <laughs> yeah. i'm very much a collector i like to pick every lock mm. open every chest talk to every character <laughs> um and for the sake of not boring everyone on this video I am going to sort of try and keep it a bit more concise <laughs> but uh, yeah that's what this is the first game I ever played where you could interact with everyone mm. you could open any door pretty much it just blew my mind and um I think I I put over 200 hours into my first playthrough of Skyrim and I still don't think wow. I saw every area of the map did you ever actually finish the Dragonborn plotline I think we've discussed this no, before. No, no, no. I got to the, uh, I got to the the monks, and uh, there there was a big dragon that came down, and I fought him, and I played a bit further than that, but I never ever chose um, 
between the Stormcloaks and the uh, uh, and the Empire. Never made that choice because <laughs> I thought I'll play a bit more. I'll just make sure I understand my choice. And I thought oh, just a bit more, just a bit more, because I thought oh, there's so many implications of this choice. It's so important that I never ended up <laughs> making the choice. Yeah, I, I I very much I I went to almost the other extreme. I made no choice by brokering the peace between them, oh, and then really? you can broker peace between them, at least a ceasefire. And See, then continue I had no with the idea. <laughs> Um, I didn't know And it's that. a really long and slightly boring sequence of, um, well, dialogue trees, basically, which is mm-hmm. a staple of role-playing games. Yeah. Um, but I found the dialogue trees in Skyrim were not particularly inspired. Mm. Um, whereas, I think what bothered me the most about the role-playing in Skyrim um, was that I had watched someone play Fallout 3 at a very yeah. similar time. And that seemed to have a lot more offer to offer okay. in terms of um, role playing. Like you, your actions would then. Oh wow, you can actually see the city. That's cool. Sorry, That's really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that your actions would actually react, make people react to you in a different way. Um, yeah. What you were wearing would change how they reacted to you, and the kinds of things you said to them would change and could be affected by mm. that. And it's like it's the same company as Bethesda at pretty much the same time. Like Fallout Three and Skyrim are about. Yeah, they're contemporaries, kind of contemporary. really. Yeah. And yet you don't have those options in Skyrim? No, there it's... isn't quite so much of that, is there? Mm. And that's something I really liked about Mass Effect. Um, See, I've never played Mass Effect and I know, I feel that I really should. Yes. I've heard the first game is a bit of a slog. I really... Uh, oh, I loved all of them. Um, but I loved the um, dialogue trees that you mm. could open up with that and that I would always um, like prioritise um, upgrading my persuasion and mm. my you know my sassiness <laughs> so that i had all the good responses to everyone were you paragon or renegade i i i was somewhere in between <laughs> <laughs> i like to um i like to be badass at times but ultimately have a good heart so i would um ultimately i was a paragon really um Oh, I feel there like I'm back home. There are some beautiful locations in this game yeah. and that's that's something well, that's i de- definitely think you wouldn't get outside of the fantasy setting like, no and just things like I love go a couple of times I've listened to this guy in the corner oh he's not here at the moment because it's night time oh the uh, guy like, that shouts yeah shouting yeah. at the um, statue because that's basically what tells you the the plot of this whole thing the idea that the Nords want to worship a god called Talus who they believe is the sort of ascended form of a former emperor mm. um, and they want to worship him because they're like he's a man who became a god Therefore, he's more worthy of worship than the eight gods the elves think of. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and the conflict has arisen because the elven kind of uh, dominion, the Old Mary dominion, want to stop the worship of Talus because they actually believe that it's dangerous. That you know, because they they truly believe in the eight divines. Because it's a fantasy world, religion is a real thing. Like your gods are real; you can actually go talk to them. You know, mm. um, and so they believe that worshiping Talos as the ninth of the divines is actually dangerous and will bring down the wrath of the eight divines and that's the core conflict that started this whole thing and yeah now now there is a faction in skyrim that wants skyrim to be independent so they can have their own religious freedom and be free of the the empire and the dominion and i thought that's actually a a very deep plot for this, but it is, and there's, but it's all quite subtly, yeah, put across. It's not sort of the main narrative necessarily yeah, yeah. if you don't want it to be. I'm looking for what's his name, Koldak. Koldak? I don't know. She always struck me as irritating. She, yeah, she's a bit cold. Yeah. Uh, so I'm back in my good old haunt with the companions. Yeah, and this is, yeah, it's a very good haul. Like, I love it here. I'm not sure that uh, fireplace is up to health and safety standards. No. But, you know. Does it hurt me? No. No, it doesn't. Amazing. You just stand in the fire. You are, you are Dragonborn, even if you don't know That's it at this true. point. That's true. Spoilers, uh, Dragonborn. <laughs> if you don't know that now, then uh, yeah, we, there's I'm one not reason I haven't put any kind of spoiler warning on this. This is a five-year-old game. Get <laughs> <laughs> like... with the times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, last time I spent a lot of time with the companions. They sent me on many missions to kill beasties and. I even, um, I can't remember if it was a companion. What's uh, wrong with your face? Oh, yeah, she's haggard. <laughs> uh, I once had to find a goat for someone. Oh, good, um, good. In fact, I think I was drinking in a bar in the Dwarven City and I woke up 
in the middle of nowhere and the name of the quest was dude where's my goat oh wow <laughs> and i had to go and help this poor man i got into a drinking contest to go and find his goat that we'd somehow lost the <laughs> night before oh, that's fantastic. Um, in order to help me on my quest on the way out of the yeah. city i bought a dog i'd never bought a dog before and it was 500 coins and i thought ah oh, my my you know trusty pal my my little dog How friend long before it died? um the goat ended up being kidnapped by a um massive giant yeah and the first thing the giant did was he walked over to me smashed my dog high into Aww. the sky <laughs> with his club oh and um yes yeah. i got the goat but uh i had to say goodbye to my poor dog oh i think i i managed to hit upon a really interesting little plot line because when i was just running around um there was a dog that talked to me there is a yes, talking dog there is and you have to follow him don't you have you? to follow the talking dog and it leads you to uh, one of the big subplots and one of the big kind of uh, mythological things behind behind Skyrim is the idea of the Daedra, mm. um, who were equal to the divines, in but they chose not to create the world. Like they chose not to put their power into creating the world, so mm-hmm. they became like the evil princes. But some of them are less evil than others, and this dog has somehow connected to one of them. <laughs> And so you end up following this dog into his dungeon and meeting one of the Daedric princes. And every Daedric prince you could meet, I think you can meet like seven or eight of them in this game. Mm-hmm. And they'll offer they'll offer you like a shiny thing. You'll get like <laughs> a super weapon from them. Um, and they'll be like, go forth in my name and do my deeds. And you can say no and they'll still give you the shiny thing. <laughs> uh, so I ended up with like a magic sword that killed the undead because it had like sunlight powers. Um I can't remember. I think I had a shield at one point as well, so just like tons of magical nice. weaponry, which is great fun. <laughs> Lots um, of swag. But yeah, and I think that those are certain things that you probably wouldn't get if this was a sci-fi game. No, because you wouldn't get that aspect mm. of you wouldn't get that aspect of the 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 supernatural is real. Like the gods are actual people that mm. you can go talk to, and there's evidence of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. And. Otherwise, because it's like, you know, the different races could just be, you know, different alien races and the world could easily just be like a, a planet somewhere. Mm, that could be futuristic. On. Yeah. yeah. I've, I think I'm just going to do my age old tradition and just walk in a direction. Okay. And see what fine. happens. So you're not going to trigger the dragon? No, no. I think for now I'm, because um, I haven't followed all the loose ends that I'm starting to unravel, which is... I have to speak to everyone and do everything. So I think I'm just going to pick a direction and see what I find. And that is definitely a strength of the gameplay Yeah, Skyrim. I mean, one of the ways I used to get... A- oh, God, right, let's not jump down there. Oh, jump off the cliff, uh, jump off the cliff, jump off the cliff. <laughs> one of the ways I used to get around in Skyrim was not to fast travel and just walk everywhere. Mm. And well, I know it's not Oh, the quite- Khajiit are here. Yeah, oh. I know it's not quite real time, yeah. but I would just really enjoy... Um, yeah. just walking and experiencing it. I think um, one wiki I read said something like this is about seventeen. It's about seventeen square miles of gameplay oh, really? land in Skyrim. That's amazing. It's um, but it's odd how it's still very small, isn't it? Even in this day and age, I kind of wonder. And we'll probably get onto this at some point. Mm. Uh, I wonder if like Elder Scrolls Six is going to be the whole of Tamriel. You know, that would like, be amazing. Surely we're getting to the point where you can easily render that kind of space, and yeah. even like there's a rebirth of, um, like um, sort of random generation of land and things that you could fill in the gaps with. Mm. I think it's a lot more elaborate now, you know, procedural generation than it used to be. Yeah, and you can probably get a lot more um, in there. Like, imagine if they built Elder Scrolls Six with the generation features from No Man's Sky. That would be incredible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, No Man's Sky had many, many flaws. It did. But, um, it did. The idea was sound, and I would love to see a fantasy-style setting yeah, for that. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to pick a sort of place on the map okay. and put a marker there and walk Go to Go to one it. of the cities, because Well, Markov is the Dwarven city, if I'm remembering rightly. I think. I don't yep. think you can actually find any dwarves, though. Dwarves are all They're all dead. extinct. They're all gone. Uh, Solitude up in the top left. Oh, yeah, that's a kind uh, of a fun that's one. That's the Imperial-owned... Yeah. And then there's Winterhold, which is the uh, mages' place, Yeah, we've got Dawnstar up there. 
Yeah, Windhelm. I love these names. You always get good names. And They're really good names. names. And Windhelm. I always struggled a bit with Windhelm. Everyone was very mean to me as an Argonian. They were always, there yeah. were, I think, a few Argonian Windhelm slaves Windhelm is racist, there. apparently. Yes, <laughs> they are. Um, and then down here, we've got the Thieves ah, City Riften. of Riften. I didn't survive long in Riften. No? I, I went and tried... And I was just terrible at stealth, basically. Um, <laughs> oh, I've I had, love stealth. I've had playthroughs since where I really emphasised like upping my stealth skill, like literally like crouching and walking everywhere yes. so that my stealth would upgrade yeah. as I was walking. <laughs> um, but I, with that playthrough, I played the um, Archmage. Uh, yeah, Winterhold. Sort of, yeah, Winterhold yeah. playthrough. And didn't really take it any further because I was like, oh, well, now I'm Archmage. Um, <laughs> I don't know quite what to do next. <laughs> You can find vampires in Morthal, can't you? Can you? I, I think so. Morthal? I think that's where I was turned into a vampire, because there's the swamp, and you can go oh, out into the swamp. I don't there's... remember Morthal as well as the others. It's so... a particularly big or exciting city. Oh, um, I was going to say I could walk there. Let's walk. Yeah, I'm let's sure walk the... to Morthal. It's the journey, not the yeah. destination. So, um, <laughs> you have also, Ali, played Elder Scrolls Online, which came out a couple of years yes, ago. Yes, I did. Um, and you only played it earlier this year. Yes, but, well, I because played you were, it... you were busy, you know, bettering yourself to get an MA. I um, pre-ordered it, I, I did my MA from September 2014 to September 2015, and we'd pre-ordered it the beginning of 2014. Because it was delayed by quite a bit, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was due to come out later that year mm. around September I can't quite remember but anyway it was delayed and delayed and delayed eventually it came out June 2015 right so a year and a half after we pre-ordered it um and of course I was in the middle of my MA and I was sort of approaching the big project and I thought I can't start playing this because it's going to suck the life you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> away from me all the time will vanish yeah and so I put it aside and I, I allowed myself to create my character and that was it and then I thought right that is all and I will play it in a few months time and I did in sort of October time I decided to start playing it mm. and a few hours in I absolutely hated it <laughs> yes well um it's interesting because we're looking up some of the backstory of Elder Scrolls Online, mm. um, and it's set sort of earlier than any other of the games, yeah. I believe. So in this strange period of history, and one of the things that struck me is that nothing's changed. No, that's, that's the weird thing. That's always one of the faults I feel of a fantasy setting is that often hundreds of years go by and the technology is exactly the same, and even the magic is exactly the same. Like you'd you'd maybe expect them to make as many advances in magic as we would make in science at the yeah. same time. And architecture as well, you think yeah. maybe is is it more primitive? There was nothing to indicate that the Elder Scrolls Online wasn't just taking place at the same time as No, Skyrim. no. And um, I was so excited um, just to experience a new world within the Scrolls yeah, yeah. You know, series. Because it was set in a completely different part of the world as well. Yeah. I can't remember where exactly. And it was big. Like it you was could go huge. and see beaches and, and there were like it pirate ships and things. It was so big, yeah. It was incredible. Uh, you know, the, the idea behind it was sound enough, perhaps. Oh, no. Oh, bandits. Baddies. Where are they? Shootify the bandits. See. You're not being sneaky enough. Oh, I should be sneaky, shouldn't I? Um, oh. Where are they? He's How are they shooting rock. me and I'm not shooting them? Yeah, you can see his head. There you are. So yes, Ali is now failing to aim at bandits. <laughs> I feel like I'm aiming at them. How am I not hitting him? Oh, you need oh, to God, upgrade your foot. archery a bit more. <laughs> this is the problem with archery. Like, it's something I didn't do so much of in the previous playthrough. I was very much magic and, yeah. uh, uh, well, just swords. swords. Yeah, whatever I had to hand. I've done a straight um, sword playthrough, and I've done like a straight magic playthrough, and I'm now trying for a mixed playthrough. Uh, my current PC. It's a good game. idea, yeah. I'm just trying to go but for I magic really, and swords. But I really wanted to do more archery in my previous mm. one. So I thought, oh, I'll start with archery in this one. But it's such a hard one to start with. Because yeah. you're very, very weak. Yeah. Um, but you, have to, you have to be able to sneak to up on them. Up. You, have to, you have to kind of be able to find a vantage point and snipe down at them. And yeah. then level up really quickly, hopefully. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Oh, bye no. bye, bandit. No, no. Oh, it's a zappy bandit. Oh. No, I need a good headshot. Go away. Yay! Is that another thing I saw then? I think you literally just like poked her in the eye. Oh, with an arrow. oh, oh no, it's a mud crabs. crab. God, can this day get any worse? <laughs> oh, a lockpick. 
I loves me a lockpick. Do you need some uh, non-imperial armor? Like that's the thing. I'm never quite clear. Do people care what you're wearing in Skyrim? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Well, when I was a um, was that a wolf? Uh, when I was a werewolf, people could smell me. Oh, how weird. So people would comment that I smelt like a wet dog, <laughs> uh, which was always nice. Um, I just realised there's another uh, advantage of crouching everywhere is that you can tell when someone is watching yes, you. So yeah. I might be crouching a little bit from now on. Just that might helps. take a while. You might it might take able, a while. You might not be able to Skyrim up the mountain that way, but <laughs> no. we'll, we'll give it a go. It helps for while you're out in the in the open, mm. and especially because we're watching without the sound on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It helps me know someone's shouting at me. Um, what were we saying? Uh, we were talking about Elder Scrolls Online and why you didn't like it. Yes. Um, so... Yeah, I. The whole point I love Skyrim is you can walk into the countryside and you can explore and you can be at one with nature and experience things Speaking that no of, one this might nature have is beautiful, seen. by the way. It is stunning. And there is a stag that just ran out. <laughs> it's gorgeous. I might kill it. No, I won't kill it. Um, yeah, you could sort of. You felt like you had a perspective that no one else had. That you were, you were one amongst. Millions of people in the world, but no one else was with you. You yeah, were sort of yeah, experiencing yeah. it for yourself. And then you, you you play Elder Scrolls Online and you're queuing to talk to someone who is in a cave that you've just fought hard to go and see. Yeah. And there's 10 other people or 20, ah, 20 <laughs> people all crowded around talking to the same person. Yeah. And you think, oh, I'm not, I'm not special. Yeah. In fact, it's more special to not be doing this. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, um... I, th- I think that's always going to be the fault of kind of the Mamorpica mm. layout. Like, um, you know, it, it, it's the problem with World of Warcraft, even though you're playing on a server that has maybe a couple of hundred people on it. Yeah. Um, they're all trying to be the chosen one mm. as well. And maybe in World of Warcraft it's not so obvious because it's entirely based around that idea. But in Skyrim, it's always been there's the chosen one. That's always, you know, the, the, someone starts as a prisoner. You always start as a prisoner. Yeah. You know? <laughs> in the Elder <laughs> game. You start as a prisoner and then you rise up to become, you know, the one that decides the destiny of everyone else mm. in the world. And you can't really do that in a massive... It's not a story you can tell in a massively multiplayer no, exactly. situation. Unless people are willing to play the NPCs. <sighs> yeah. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh it's a troll. <laughs> Run from the troll. <laughs> Why did I think this was a good idea? Oh, but he's, he's very far behind. Do you have any fire spells? Though? Fire spells are good for that. I don't know if I've got any spells for now. <laughs> go um, round him. Go up the mountain. Yeah. Oh, look, moon. Giant moon. Wow. See, that's, you know, you're that's definitely awesome. not in Kansas, are Not you? in any earthly yeah. place. Yeah, so Elder Scrolls Online did not survive for very long. It's now in uh, CEX. Good, good. Uh, we still have the special edition gumph that came with it because i like all of that but uh, the game itself was no good and I, I love the world i love going to a city and talking to the people when everyone in the city is another person playing online yeah, yeah. and you can't talk to them and they're jumping around or they're on a horse going up some steps and yeah. you think you look stupid <laughs> it kind of it, ruins yeah, the moment it's, it's a matter of um construction i guess isn't it yeah it's like this world has been crafted to tell certain stories in it has its flaws it's not perfect but they went with a theme and i'm always impressed at the amount of backstory and thought there is in Mm. the elder scrolls world and just just how actually like internally consistent it is like they didn't need to put so much effort into it like on on the wiki page there's like six different eras worth of history yeah. that you can read up on. And it's all just mentioned somewhere. Like, there's a book somewhere you can read that tells you this stuff. <laughs> but it's not actually necessary for any of the plots that I can tell. Mm. Um, and I think that's that's very impressive that there is just this this massive, massive plot that you could get involved with if you wanted, but you don't have to. Um, Here we go. I'm dual-wielding uh, magic and daggers. Magic and daggers. So good combo always always. distance and close proximity always i mean i love the range of spells that are available in this and the the things they can do and it's actually quite tactical like when i did my magic playthrough of um of skyrim i my favorite one was i think it was rage 
the spell, mm-hmm. and it was an illusion spell. And basically, I got my stealth so high that I could sneak into a dungeon, cast rage on someone in one of the bandits or whoever was in the dungeon. Oh, yeah. They would then go nuts and kill everyone else <laughs> in the dungeon. And so long as they didn't see you, you were fine. That's the thing. You don't have to be the most like, powerful well, person yeah. if someone else is. That was one of my favourite tactics. And I mean, obviously, that's the kind of thing. It's purely gameplay, but it works really well in a fantasy setting. You know, that kind of idea of I am just an expert at taking over other people's minds and yeah. I just do that. <laughs> and it has exactly the same kind of play mechanic as throwing flames at them or lightning. Um, yeah. Now, I, I I actively avoided necromancy spells, though, because I thought I'm a good person. I'm not I've, going to... I, yeah, I've never played the necromancy stuff. How many NPCs can you get following you around? Yes. <laughs> you have be interesting to find out. Just have an army of bunnies. <laughs> um, right. Now, Red Around's Retreat, I remember... I remember this oh, cave. Yeah. I feel such a nerd. You know, I can remember a specific cave. I'm probably going to regret going in here because I'm pretty sure it's full of bandits. Bandits are good for levelling up. Yeah, someone's definitely going to level up. It could yeah. be them. <laughs> it's like um, the core plotline of Skyrim, which you are not playing. <laughs> no. Um, there we go. Is that the sort of ancient god of destruction alduin who happens to be a dragon has somehow been reborn in this kind of you know thousands of years after he was last defeated i guess um and oh, you I'm so sorry. have learned that you can absorb dragon souls and use the dragon language to cast sort of shouts yes um and this makes you the one chosen one the dragonborn mm. uh and then the the plot is basically you going around taking down various dragons trying to solve some of Skyrim's problems and eventually and, and this will be this will be spoilers if you have not completed <laughs> Skyrim, I guess. Oh uh, my gosh. Oh no, no that is not you poor man. Lady like um, stab him a few <laughs> times. Like, <laughs> like just move him out of the way. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, if, in case we have not got the video up, um Ali's just managed to kill someone in a very compromising position. Yes, he sort of Why is he why did he put so much starch in his oh, armour? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Like, that wouldn't have been a problem if his armour hadn't been stiff as a board. Like, would have been fine. But now we know exactly what a Nord wears up their kilt. So. Yep, not, not much is the answer. <laughs> Including no genitals, um, which is impressive. Like, um, just a big dark hole. Yeah. Right, what are, is there anything valuable in here? But I know yes, there's um, bits further away. Eventually, you make it to the um, Nord's afterlife, Sylvangard, mm-hmm. and take down the dragon there with the help of the ancient kind of heroes of Skyrim which I thought was a really nice plot the trouble is if you do just that I completed that plot at level 14 oh really um and then I was like what next I think that was another of my problems with Skyrim each individual story that you can do Mm. is actually quite short because the idea is you're meant to run 20 of them at once yes um and again it's just another limit on the role playing which I do love yeah I mean, I can I can understand it because if you don't want to plunge hundreds of hours into it, but you still want to experience mm-hmm. the story, then you don't. It's not exclusive, completely anyway. But I I'm someone that absolutely loves, you know. I I think I was I wasn't a hugely high level because, like I said, I did just like to walk everywhere. So yeah, a lot yeah. of that time was just spent <laughs> aimlessly walking around. Um, but I think I was like level forty six. Okay. By yeah, the yeah. time I probably stopped playing. Which of these is better? I've got um, a longbow and a hunting bow. Ooh, hunting, hunting bow just takes better. it. Yeah. yeah, you can sell the longbow and make, turn it into more hunting yeah. bows. Anyway, he he looks a lot more dignified now, so that's good. Now it's time to take all his clothes. <laughs> he looks at peace now. Yeah. Tried to proposition me, it did not work. No, no, no. But yes, yeah, so um, again, plotting in a game situation. I hope we will look at. Some other, be able to look at some other sort of fantasy games and yeah, to compare definitely. it. But I definitely feel it's all, oh, he's singing, good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like there's a trap somewhere? Oh, probably. I know sometimes there are trip wires yeah. you need to watch out for. But I don't think there is, right? I, mean, I suppose it is probably reasonably oh, deep no. gameplay. No. Ah! No. You weren't sneaky enough. No. Fill him full of arrows. Fill her full of arrows. Fill him full of arrows. Uh, Oh no. Burn him, burn him. 
Oh, I've de-equipped my magic. Well, you're not got a quick, like a quick select thing. No, I can't oh, remember no. how to do that. Oh god! Right, I think I'm gonna have fire in one hand and health in the other. Oh, good, good plan. This is a good plan. Hit them both at once. Ah. Remember that you have to use the health spells. You What's have to happening? Turn. Oh no! Brutally, Ooh. brutally murdering you. Oh no! Am I going to go back to Riverwood? Uh, no, you should save the last time you left a door. When was the last time oh. you left a door? Oh, when I came into the uh, into the place. You, you might be all right then. Yeah, oh, that's all there right. we go. All right, I'm going to do it better this time. Yeah, and try with, that, but better without provocative deaths as well yeah. by certain bandit members. Right, so I'm going to equip the bow and arrow. To take him down. Just sneak. Oh yes, I don't have no. the bow that he gave me. Lots of sneaking. Yes. Sneak, sneak, sneak. So yes, um, what was the plotline supposed to be for Elder Scrolls Online? Do you know what? I honestly couldn't tell you very much. I you begin in like the underworld. Oh, I'm so sorry, doggy. I just <laughs> killed your owner, and now I'm killing you slowly. Oh, he could not arrows. kill you, and it would be fine. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad. Yeah, I um. I'd heard so much bad press about Elder Scrolls Online. And so I think I went into it already being sceptical. And Mm. so I didn't really put a lot of time into learning the mythology of it because I thought, well, if I'm only going to be playing this for a short while, do I really want to put all this time and effort into learning it? Which is probably a bad attitude to have. maybe. Um, so yeah, I, I honestly couldn't tell you very much. I know there's a big war going on in the centre, which is sort of ongoing always, I think. Um, but yes, it's, it was a strange one and, uh, I just set fire to him lots, lots of fire, fire kills everything. But Um, yeah, I, I'm generally quite bad at, um, <laughs> getting the larger picture in these sorts of yeah. games. Oh no! My well, magic you, is too low. Why would you say you f- you pick Skyrim over, say, like Fallout? Because you've played Fallout too, haven't you? Uh, I, no, Nick, as well, Nick has played Fallout Three, and I've yeah. watched a lot of that. Um, the world of Fallout seemed very um, sort of sad and brown, yeah. <laughs> and definitely um, have that. Yeah, yeah, and also. If you want a bit of escapism from your day, you know, if you come home and you've had a tough day at work, mm. I'd much rather go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna enter into a magical world than go. Oh, I'm going to enter into a post-nuclear apocalypse, that, <laughs> you know, dystopian future that <laughs> where everyone is miserable and dying. <laughs> um, so yes, this this sort of grabs my mm. imagination a little bit. No, you're not going to kill me. Oh gosh, maybe you are. Maybe you are. Ah! Okay, Do you I'm not gonna, have any potions? I'm going to heal. Yeah. <laughs> find, find some potions. This is a wonderful thing. Like, again, in, um, in, a, non, yeah, in a non-fantasy game as well, oh um, you know, they have to come up with weird medical reasons for you to be able to heal instantly. And this, It's just magic. Oh my God. Magic potion. <laughs> I am doing so badly you at really this game. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite impressive. Uh, yeah. Oh. No, you, you can get him. You can get him. Kill Come him, on. kill him, kill that him. and shield. You're Come gonna on. die. Oh You're no. gonna die. Oh, no, there we go. Yay, stab, stab him. him. Yay. Stab him lots. Stab him up the I arse. did not deserve to win that fight. <laughs> He's got so many shiny things. He has. Take his sword yeah. and his gold. Ooh, armour. Nice, nice armour as well. Let's take this. This is the thing, I was like... Again, fantasy Ooh. world, so it's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, naked just, now. Like I said, this is the traditional way of uh, honouring the dead in Skyrim. You, you strip <laughs> them naked and you leave them in a hole. Um, this is a thing of every kind of game like this. Like there, There is just resources being thrown at you left, right and centre. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you decide what you actually bother carrying around Definitely. With you? When I first started Skyrim, like the first ever playthrough of Skyrim, I had no idea what I would need and wouldn't need. Yeah. And the fact you could interact with, like, this cup. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll take that cup. Oh, and I'll take that cup. And then... <laughs> but you can't pick up any of those bedrolls, which might actually no, be thematically be useful. useful. Like... You can sleep in them, but you can't pick them up. But, um, yeah, very quickly my pockets were full mm. uh, because I just had pockets and pockets full of plates and cups <laughs> um, because I might need them one day. Ah, so, yeah, this is a history book mm-hmm. that you've just picked up. From Last Seed 2920 of the first era. So this is like 
This is telling history that's like a couple of thousand years old. It's now, quite amazing. Like, yeah. And you could sit and read all of this and learn the whole plot. I learn so much backstory. Does anybody? I mean, I I read a fair bit of it in my first playthrough. Yeah, but... I st- when I before I realised how um, what's the word? The, how many books there were? Yeah, yeah. I did try and read them, but I very quickly learned that uh, there were a lot. Once so. I had Breeze Home, um, I quite liked collecting them to mm. actually like put yeah, on my bookshelf. Yeah, bookshelf. Yeah. <laughs> Cook some food. Oh yeah, I, I do never a nice bothered doing that. Soup. Really, I mean, because you get just as much health from eating a cabbage soup as you do from eating a cabbage. Oh really? Really? I mean, does it help? I don't know. Maybe it uh, does. So a cabbage soup gives you ten points of health. Or maybe a cabbage will only give you one or something. Yeah, but... I would imagine it must give you some sort of advantage. Yeah, cabbage will give you one. one. Okay, fair so, enough. Yeah. So you can you can make. Uh, when I was an Argonian, my health regenerated so quickly on its own that I never really cooked yeah. stuff. That was something I kind of wanted from Skyrim. I wanted like a hardcore mode. I wanted a mode that would mean you didn't ever regenerate health unless you used mm. a potion, or you didn't. If you didn't eat, you'd start losing health. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. Which there just there isn't an option. Ooh, a trap! Poke it. I see you, trap. <laughs> you can't get me. Gold treasure. Oh, and map. a treasure map. Iron boots. And Let's armor. go. Amazing. So Let's yeah, have um, a look at the treasure map. But uh, yeah, so you've actually collected quite a few books. <laughs> cool. Oh, it's that's a windmill. very cryptic. Is that the windmill outside the brewery? Like, because that's be. a picture of that's a picture of um, White Run. Yeah. So it's, WR. The, it's the windmill outside mm. White Run, and Ooh. then go up the mountain a bit. Cool. Nice. Right. We might perhaps have time to do that. Indeed. I'm just going to save. If I can figure out how. <laughs> save. There we go. So yeah, so basically this is how this is how you Skyrim. You, yes. Um Yeah. You take up whatever you can find and you run off into the distance <laughs> and do crazies. Um Pretty if you are much. watching the video, if that has worked, you may just have seen a break. Um Hopefully we're back in the room now. Yep. <laughs> I'm hoping it's worked. I've never done this before. Right. So, I mean, I could go back to Whiterun and try and find that treasure. That could be a good yeah. mini quest. Let's do that. That seems like a plan. Bye bye, dead bandits. Yeah. Did I pick that lock? That I no. Oh. You didn't. How dare you? Oh, I've got to unpick all yeah. the locks. I, I, It was the only skill in the first playthrough where I went legendary. Ooh. Got to level 100 lock picking. Um. See, I wanted, I really wanted yes. to um, to figure out how to make dragon scale armour. Mm-hmm. So in my playthrough, I was just collecting loads and loads. I just had a chest at my house full of dragon scales. But the trouble is you have to level up completely on the smithy thing to yes. do that. Yeah. And it's not like you can just find a smithy. And why, I was like, why can't I just ask someone to make me this? Why yeah. can't I just pay them <laughs> to make this for me? You it have to seem make you it can. yourself. Yeah, you have to make it yourself. But in order to do that, you have to learn how to make like elven armour and dwarven armour. Yeah. And, and every glass armour. Yeah, and glass armour. It's just like you have to work your way up. And it's like, I, I just, I, I want to figure out how to make scales into armour. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently nobody, there's not very much industry. Everyone yeah. has to do it themselves. It's like, can't we just pay people? Uh, you could right. fast travel just I to there. I could. Let's fast yeah. travel to Whiterun. Rawr! Oh, there's the monk. Yeah. I remember him the shouting beards, at me. The aren't they? Yeah. I never realised that you could rotate the models on the loading screens. <gasps> oh, I love it. And if you, so use much both, if you use both sticks, yeah. both joysticks, they go twice as fast. So whilst we are doing this quest, it's a beautiful day in Whiterun. I'm going to leave Whiterun and try and find that treasure location you can just kind of throw yourself off the wall here without hurting yourself (laughs) i always found was a quicker way to get down i feel like uh he needs to think better about how his tail pokes out the back of his yes yeah there's an argonian bartender on this loading screen and it's just cut a hole in the back of his trousers yeah surely there's some tailoring you could do there like if you just run (laughs) off that corner oh yeah you could just drop down it cuts (laughs) off that hole let's do it what Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> I never known that. That's just me throwing myself off things. Uh, so right. yeah, you need to get to that windmill. Windmill is over there. So yes, um, 
So we should probably at least talk some more about the actual fantasy of Skyrim. Um, obviously, there is magic. There are elves. Mm-hmm. There are there were dwarves. Um, there are kind of beast races that are clearly sentient. Yeah. Um, it's very it's very classic Western uh, fantasy. I find. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all got all good tropes. But then you do get some some sort of different things, like the idea of all the gods, the the, the good and evil gods, the Daedra and the Divines. Yeah. Um, which I think gives it an interesting flavour. It's it's a bit different. I think um, the RPG elements of Arena, the first game, were actually based on D&D at the time, which I guess in 1994 would have probably been D&D 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and which I think the later D&D's got a lot more... As D and D has gone on, it has got there's been a lot more scope for variation in uh, in things. Ah, you're trying to figure out exactly where that yeah, drawing is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's pointing to. I think yeah, it's pointing to that ledge up there, isn't ledges. it? Okay, so... time to scrim up a mountain. Yeah. I'm wondering <laughs> if I can set a uh, yeah a marker. plonk a marker up there somewhere. I don't think, think it's that far up. I think it's just like on that. There? It's on that cliff face. Yeah. That sort of place, ish. I think that will help me. Let's just, go. Yeah. yeah, let's just let's just go straight up this let's mountain. Let's go up the mountain. <laughs> but I, so I think that's an interesting flavor, as I said. Mm. Um, I don't know what is your what is your favorite thing about sort of the world of Skyrim in um, terms of plot and setting. I that's a tricky one because I sort of just all of the little things add up to one awesome mm-hmm. thing. Um, I think I like that there are different sort of allegiances that you can have and not just, I mean, not just the, um, Imperial or the Stormcloak allegiance. I like that you've got things like, um, the Dark Brotherhood Mm. and the Companions and they're, or even the, um, the Vampires as well. That's another allegiance really. Um, there's, there's so many ways you can play it, even though you're not playing you because mm. you're still sort of bound by the choices that you can, that are are available mm-hmm. to you you can still very much have one experience that you could talk to someone else who's played skyrim and they have a completely different experience mm. to yeah, you because they've true. chosen a different allegiance mm. and even the different races as well when i chose argonian it was to prove that my race was good yeah yeah um if you pick nord you would have a much easier time of it i imagine because everyone yeah. is you know. You're you're in the Nord homeland. Exactly. I've quite often played Nord just because I've again it's the role playing thing. I've played Nord and I've played High Elf, and, and I think I'm currently playing a Breton. Oh yeah, because they they're very good at magic, and I really wanted to to do a kind of joint magic weapons yeah playthrough. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of like Breton traders around. You you suddenly notice, and they they talk to you. They don't give you any good deals or anything. I don't think, but <laughs> not that I found any that will yet. But they talk to you as if you're family rather than there's sort of different ways of them speaking yeah. to you, which I thought was cool. It's it's an amazing attention to detail mm. that um you know, you so easily could have you know, each each race could have its different pros and cons, mm. but that you could have ultimately just been treated the same. But they yeah. really made it into a political um atmosphere as well. Yeah, yeah. It's it was interesting playing as a high elf. I didn't play the Dragonborn um plot line when mm-hmm. I was playing a high elf. I I went purely for the magic. Um, and it, I found it vaguely interesting that the people at the college didn't speak too badly of you, but you would occasionally run against people who said bad things about like the old Mary Dominion because the High mm. Elves are the <laughs> the sort of main power in the in the Dominion. Um, so little hints like that are kind of cool. Yeah, it all builds to a bigger yeah. picture. Um, and I remember when I first heard of Skyrim because I, you know, I've I've been gaming for many years, but I've never been a religious gamer like i've never I'm been saying, someone yeah, I, i'm very picky about what i play yeah as well. <laughs> um but i was speaking to someone um at a party and they said oh my girlfriend's made me um trade in skyrim because i've spent the last six months on it <laughs> and i was like what what is this skyrim that you're speaking of and he told me just a tiny bit about it and i thought i have to get this yeah. uh, i i've never played this oh, before it's very pretty snow by the way it's yeah they've added in lots of little sparkles, sparkles. Ooh. it's really good Um, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and he just he told me like it's this whole world and i just thought that Mm. sounds incredible 
and I have always enjoyed very tight games where you can play it in eight hours and it's really satisfying. I'm, yeah, I'm the same. I mean, I, frankly, a lot of the reason I don't game as much these days as I used to is I just don't have the time. No, exactly. And I can't play a 60-hour RPG. No. <laughs> but then again, a, a game that is this free roaming, mm. you almost can just dip in for half yeah, an hour. Yeah. You don't have to be keeping track of, oh, what was what was I doing again? Because... Yeah. You can just walk and see what happens. You're probably going to get attacked by skeletons yes, if you keep going this way. Or snow trolls or something. I think it's skeletons to, at this one. <laughs> I'm trying to find... I think you, you need to go like, through I... that pass, don't yeah, you? You need to go the other side of that mountain. It's so steep. Yeah, Ali has uh, run up most of the side of a mountain here um, <laughs> and is kind of being bamboozled at the last point. Oh, it's so is, annoying. Uh, yeah, irritating. I can't Skyrim my way up this one either. Yeah. Can you kind of go sideways? Like sometimes Maybe, you can trick yeah. it by trying to go like zigzag your way person. up. Oh yeah, I always preferred playing third person because like you put a lot of effort into what your character looks yeah, like. Yeah, I did a them. lot in third person in the in my other playthrough. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, we're doing quite well. Uh, yeah. Can we get up there without getting stuck? Oh, there's a ledge there. Can I squeeze oh, it? Oh no! I'm mashing the jump button and nothing's no, happening. No, no, probably ooh, not. Oh ooh, wait, oh 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 oh. Maybe, maybe. Ooh. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Okay, keep going, Yay. keep going. <laughs> this is potentially my favourite thing about Skyrim is just its unrealistic rock climbing capabilities. Right, I'm not having any luck this Try way. going over that edge. Yeah. Like, see if you can go that way. Jump. Oh just go on. just go straight round it. Like yeah. <laughs> let's go right round the peak. Uh, if I fall mm. I'm so dead. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a good hop. Oh, there we go. We're going. We're going. Making going, progress. I'm floating. It's like you're flying. <laughs> I was so. I think I did. In one playthrough, I saved and threw myself off the throat of the world just because I wanted to see what happened. Um, That's pretty bad. You can make it quite a long way down. Can you? Actually, <laughs> just straight, <laughs> straight down the side. Go, go, go! This is very slow progress up the side of. Yeah, this, this must. If you are watching the video, this must be Ooh. thrilling, thrilling viewing here. <laughs> Well, at least we can kind of see Whiterun and the and the um, windmill down there, so we must be close. That's true. Oh, wait, no, that, is that oh. Whiterun? Let's look no, at that's, that's Riverwood, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, that's Riverwood. You need Riverwood. to go right round this mountain oh, to the other side. No. <laughs> so I'm currently facing the... Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We're all I'm, right. I'm, keep yeah. going. We're fine. Jumpy, jumpy, jump. Come on. <laughs> get up on there. That's a good ledge. Yay, there we go. There we go. Oh, feel We're a bit getting safer there. Now. now you've just got to drop down on whatever. Right, so that's White Run down there. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. So hopefully we'll find this treasure very soon. This treasure better be worth it. Yeah. I bet um, it's just a book. Yeah. A stinking old book. But yeah, so I think it's interesting that you you and your character here is wearing the Imperial armour. Yes. Um, <laughs> that is not to hadn't say. noticed. <laughs> It's the first are you, thing are you I going found. to be choosing the Imperial side in this uh, plot? I have a feeling I'm going to go Stormcloak. Yeah. yeah they, they, might, they might be annoyed if you turn up at Windhelm wearing that. Yeah. I, I feel like the rock is Imperial <laughs> is the more um, sort of... You can guess what's going to happen. It's the more predictable mm. way to go. You know, if, if you want the Empire to take over, then the Empire will take over. Yeah. If you go Stormcloak, I get the feeling it's potentially bit more exciting but i don't know for sure like i say i never actually chose an allegiance in my previous playthrough yeah where are you going i don't know i don't know that's you've got to be you've got to be somewhere close because you can see the windmill where's right yeah because there's the windmill down there all the way down there i've probably gone much too far up the mountain Maybe, maybe. It was probably much easier to get. I bet there was a path. Where was that map again? Look at that map. How far up did it say you needed to go? But, uh, yeah. I think, um, I think I, I, it's interesting to talk about the different ways of telling a story. Yes. In, uh, in different mediums. And I think the fantasy video game doesn't always work. No. And it quite often has flaws. But ooh, chest! <gasps> Could this be the treasure? But I think oh. I think Skyrim was very cool. Definitely, I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, gems, yay! A pretty you treasure. You found the treasure. Now, I'm assuming this should... is the treasure. I hope so. Now, perhaps you should just find a damn good view and jump off it. And jump off it, <laughs> and then we can probably end there. That would be a hell of an ending. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. I'm going to do a proper save, not a yeah. quick save, just in case. 
<laughs> Here we go. I know it's working now. Yeah. Right, so let's save over that one. Saving, yes. saving. So I think that is the end of this episode of First Chair Fantasy. Ali's just going to find a damn good suicide spot here. <laughs> and uh, Right, let's take in this beautiful view. Oh, it is very pretty. The draw distance is so much, yeah. but I, I swear you couldn't do this with the old Skyrim. Oh, I'm, I, I don't even think this, I could even see this far in the PC version. Yeah. Right, here we go. Hooray! Thank you for listening to my Skyrim ramblings. And thank and you for listening to First Chair Fantasy. And oh. we'll speak to you again soon. Goodbye! Bye. I didn't make it very far. <laughs> this podcast and others like it is made possible thanks to our wonderful backers on Patreon. To support Big Pudge Studios as we make comics like Afterlife Inc. and Seven String, games like Sandwich Masters, and podcasts like the one you've just been listening to, head on over to www.patreon.com slash bigpunchstudios. This has been a Big Punch Studios production. For all things Big Punch, be sure to head over to www.bigpunchstudios.com.